0: Om Shri Sai Ram. Welcome to question and answer session. We have some questions that we will take up now. What is the talent and who is a genius? What's the difference between the talent and and a genius the question is quite clear but the answer is very simple talent is one you possess is the one that you possess here are my talents This is my talent. That's how you have claim on your talent. Whereas, genius, genius possesses you. Genius possesses you. Yeah? While you possess talent, genius will possess you. What do I mean by that? A genius is born right from the beginning is a genius. So that this genius quality possessed him, possessed him. Whereas talent you possess. I think I am clear. Then we can control our talents. If we do not improve upon the God-given talents as uh, mentioned in the Parable of Talents in the Holy Bible, if the talents are not properly utilized, they will vanish. So, talents are under your control as to be bet, best use, made best use of or improved upon or you bury them. But you cannot control genius. Then what what, what can we do about it then? We are only creating the possibility for our sleeping genius to be awake. There is genius, and it has got to be awakened. That has been sleeping genius, and let us awaken it. Then genius will possess you. That is the answer I can give so far as talent and genius is concerned. Then I pass on to the next question. What is bliss and how to be blissful? i repeat what is bliss how to be blissful <laughs> let me try to explain this bliss is a non dual experience you are born with your with this bliss in other words bliss is your birthright Bliss is not to be an attainment, is not to be achieved as it has already been there in you. But what happens is, we have forgotten that bliss which is within us always. But unfortunately, we have never been in the company of blissful. One person comes and says the loss he sustained in his business. Another person would come and say how he has lost his near India. dear. Another person would come and tell us how disappointed, frustrated he is because of his recent happenings in his life. So, we are surrounded by non-blissful people. And therefore, the problem is, we have forgotten our own bliss in the due course of time. All the spirit that we have till then, when we meet such people, they are just evaporated or vanished. So, we, we should be in the company of blissful people, That would awaken the bliss within us, latent already. Therefore, bliss is our birthright. When we are in the company of those people, the bliss within us will start flowering. When it starts flowering, yes, you have blossomed. You have blossomed. That's what it is. Therefore, let us try to mix with people who are in a blissful state. And when you are blissful, you will spread the bliss all around. Yes? In other words, bliss is contagious. And you should remain available and it comes. Be available to the bliss. It comes. You don't need to ask for it. You don't knock the door to find bliss, not necessary. You don't have to seek it or search for it. You you don't have to expect it either. Therefore, Don't seek, don't expect. But then what should you do? Be alert. Be alert of the bliss within you. And then you'll be blissful. And don't want it more because bliss is plentiful. There is nothing to ask for more. This is possible. When you bow down to existence, bow down, bow down to existence, in deep gratitude, because existence is blissful. So we should be grateful to the existence for all the bliss it has been conferring on all of us. So bliss is a natural state of existence. Whereas the other trivial matters, trivial matters, comforts, conveniences, luxuries, awards, rewards, they give you only happiness, that's all, which is is temporary, which is momentary, but bliss is permanent. Happiness from outside. Bliss is within you already. Happiness, when it is gone, it lands you up in unhappiness or misery or anguish. Bliss is always the same. There is nothing like unblissfulness. No. Ridiculous. Bliss is a bliss at all times. Being non-dual. Only thing is we have got to be awake alert and be aware of its presence within us that's what we have to we have got to do this all i could say about this bliss and being blissful uh, to this question and then i pass on to the next question what is space in the spiritual sense. What is space in the spiritual sense? <laughs> it is very clear <laughs> the space in the ordinary sense, in the outer world, in the scientific vocabulary, scientific parlance, space is empty space outside. All that we find above, the vast space, or ether, the sky, completely open space above us. That is the space from the worldly point of view. But the question put to me is, space from the spiritual point of view. What do you mean by space from the spiritual point of view? Actually speaking, there is no space within every one of us. There is no space because it is full of dirt. The mind has become almost a dustbin, full of garbage, hatred, avarice, anger, greed, lust, jealousy, All these things. They have filled our mind with all this filth. There is no space. Adding to that, I-ness, I and mine, uh, ego also added to that. With the result, it is full to the brim. It is never empty. So, what we are supposed to do is to empty it. Make yourself free from all these six evil qualities of anger, lust, greed, and so on. Arishadvarga, six fundamental weaknesses of mankind. When once the brain or mind is emptied of all these six qualities, still there remains another head load of ego. It's not easy to drop it. It hangs on. It hangs on. So we have to go into uh, the, uh, the path of inquiry. What is ego? Why is it? What harm what I get it if I'm egoistic? Is there ego or not? Truly speaking. As it has been mentioned in the earlier talk, there's no ego at all. It is only of our making. It's not natural. Ego is unnatural. And therefore, but that unnatural external ego is sticking onto your mind. Very difficult to uh, make our minds empty of ego. That will go if only we make self-introspection and self-enquiry. By that, We can empty our mind. All thoughts may be dropped. We may be in thoughtless state. That is possible in a state of silence and self-inquiry. On self-inquiry, in a state of stillness, steadiness and silence, all thoughts will vanish. When once know we know the damage that is Arishadvarga, six equal quality. Yeah, you see evil quality, six. Or well, what intensity of damage they would make to our personality and to life in general. we we'll immediately drop them. Just as on coming to know that what we are holding is not a rope, it is only a snake. Immediately drop it. Likewise, the awareness of the evils effects of these six weaknesses will help us to get rid of them. Like that, all these have got to be removed, dispensed with, so that mind will be empty. The question comes: What is the advantage of that emptiness, or? What are the benefits of the empty space? Why? Baba gives an example. Here is a glass of water. If you want to collect milk, what should you do? You should empty the glass, throw away all the water. Then you can fill it up with milk. Therefore, when we remove all this garbage in our mind, all the dirt there, there is a pure space to be occupied by spirituality. The space is occupied by spirituality. The space within the mind and that space within our mind will help us towards Enlightenment, enlightenment. And that pure space within will give us the ultimate ecstasy, ultimate ecstasy. Therefore, we should make every attempt, every attempt to have that empty space. Yes. By removing all that has been contained within the vessel or container, the mind, then we will be very happy. That is the answer that, can, that I can afford to give you now. And then, there are two supplementary questions, I think, I got it. That's what they say is, is truth to be achieved? (laughs) No. No. You are the truth. You are the truth. God is truth. Truth is God. Live in truth. You are the truth. Sat. Sat, existence. You are the truth, yes then i don't realize that i am the truth the reason is our outward nature our external commitments our <coughs> our own attachments <coughs> our own obligations cover this truth therefore we live in untruth Hence, it is clearly said, Asatoma sadgamaya. Asat untruth. Because of all this. Because all this untruthful stuff of attachment, of possessions, of possessiveness, this is all untruth. Underlying that, there is truth. Asatoma sadgamaya. From untruth, to the truth. So, we must know that truth is our right and that we are the very embodiments of truth as Bhagavan tells us repeatedly time and again. So, as some people say that truth has to be achieved is wrong. Truth is not to be achieved. Truth has to be Realized. Because you are already the truth. That has to be known. <coughs> Don't try to know the truth. <coughs> you can be truth. And you are already. You cannot say anything about the truth. It is supposing if you begin to say anything about the truth immediately, it becomes a lie, falsity. Declaration of the truth is false altogether. So, do not declare it, don't speak about it. You can be truth all by yourself. Therefore, truth is not an achievement. Truth is our form. That's what Bhagavan says in his discourses. That we have got to Understand. Thank you. Sairam. Meet again.